Oh, you okay? okay. Yep. Did you fall or something? He hit his head <laughs> on the table, bending down to pick something. Oh, careful. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. He's still conscious. That's still good. conscious. He's just lying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. He's, he's not unconscious. He's uh, just yeah. on the floor. I'm, I'm just drilling. <laughs> there's, there's only a little bit of blood, Jamie. Uh, Let's just get through this podcast <laughs> and then I'll deal with that. It's not gushing, so it's okay. Good. We're good. Hey everybody, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about The Office. I'm Subi, and with me is uh, Madison. Hi. And Jamie. Hello. Uh, Justin and Bethany couldn't be here because of... Um, technical difficulties. Te- technical difficulties, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, uh, what, like, what happened when... J- Justin is slowly becoming Amish. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting rid of all technology out of his life. Not on yeah. purpose, but yeah. just all leaving him. <laughs> And we tried to to do a three way call, and uh-huh. we're not able to record it. So here we are, back on Google Hangouts, just the three of us. You know, in Cincinnati, they call a a three way like a, a type of chili. It's like, hey, you want to go have a three way? It's like, yeah, let's get some it's chili. Like, want to want to go and have like, a bowl oh, of chili? Oh, yeah. have sex? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure that's not what it means? It's like, have sex let's while have eating chili, chili, and then you'd have sex. <laughs> Well, sex can be involved. I don't know <laughs> sure. if you want to after chili, but I mean, it depends well, on how much chili you eat. Tends, yeah, well, it I'm depends sure on how spicy lot. it is. Right. How gassy you get. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. There's a lot of vegetables. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So again, there's a lot of tension between us. So <laughs> let's let's relieve some tension with an icebreaker. <laughs> With some chili sex, okay. With yeah, some chili some, sex. Yeah. that would be the best way to release some tension. Yep. <laughs> we should totally all like simultaneously make chili for the chili spill episode. I don't uh-huh. remember. Yeah, we should. I'm good at making chili. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then not be able to show our listeners yes. because this is not a video cast. <laughs> we can make just that one video. We'll use the the YouTube channel we made. I made like 12 years ago <laughs> and we still only have like two videos on anyway. Anyways, Subi, I believe go. you had a non chili or sex related icebreaker. For I us. don't know. It could get sexy. <laughs> I suppose it could. It could. Depending on your answer. True. Okay. So, um, if you could watch only one TV show for the rest of your life and you can't watch any other TV shows, which TV show would you choose and why? First question. First yes. question. Can you watch things besides TV shows? Like pick one TV show, but still watch all the movies that you want to watch. Yeah, sure. Okay. So it is just, just just TV category. Right. Yeah. I'll okay. allow it. You'll, you'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, man. This is a rough one. <sighs> See, now this is challenging for me because I have a lot of TV shows that I like to watch mm-hmm. on repeat. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, yeah. Currently, you're watching Futurama. Oh my god, I... that was going to be my answer. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. That's not my answer, so it can still be your answer. <laughs> because that's not the one that I would choose if I could only watch one forever, I don't think. Okay. Um, I'm leaning towards, like, Friends, yeah. I love it, but I don't know that if I, to, like, watch it forever and have that be the only TV show I could watch. I don't watch it that much anymore mm-hmm. that i would i don't think i would choose that one honestly yeah which is sad for me a little bit 
to realize that, but I think yes. I would pick Parks and Recreation. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I can, I'm never not in the mood to watch Parks and Rec. Uh -huh. I just and I love all the characters in it. There's no character in it that I hate, mm. <laughs> and I feel like well, even John Ralphio. Well, he's in it such a small amount. That's true. That's <laughs> like true. some shows, like The Office, I hate Michael. The Friends, I hate Ross. Like, there's, like there's main <laughs> characters in a lot of shows that I love that I hate, and I don't hate any of the main characters in Parks mm. and Rec. That's fair. So. I feel like that would probably be my answer. Mm. And, it's, and it's funny. You can watch it when you're sad. You can watch it when you're happy. Mm. And there's a lot of variation. The personalities of the characters are so vast that, like, you can, it really just hits up all of all of the emotion buttons on my mm. dashboard. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> on your dashboard. It turns so, all your emotional amounts. It does. Good. Okay. So that, that would be my answer. Good answer. Jamie, surprise us with your answer. Well, now I'm, like, questioning life. I... <laughs> Like, I love Futurama, but it's true that there are three film, like three, three Futurama movies. So I could get That's my Futurama true. fix by watching those on repeat. Although, to be fair, the movies aren't as good as the episodes. Um, yeah. Oops. Yeah. I mean, they're good. But, like, if I could leave out, if I had to leave out a whole season or leave out the three movies, I'd leave out the three movies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to feel that way. No, no. Well, no, I'm just tough. Because I, I'm trying to think of like all the things I watch and repeat and which one I couldn't really live without. So it's usually Futurama, Bones, and mm. Golden Girls. Golden yeah, Girls see, I see. So I good. thought Golden Girls would be the one that you would choose. See, it's, it is true that it's so good, but there are some episodes that are just kind of like, meh. Like you can skip those. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and it is one of my like routine, you know, go to sleep episode or watching uh, shows too. If I could formulate a sentence, that'd be perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah. I have to think for a moment more. What about you, Subi? All right. Um, so the thing about this question is that I would probably choose a show that's not my all time favorite show. All-time favorite is probably Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones, like, the story is just so memorable. Yeah. And it's, like, such a... It's the kind of show where you just can't watch it on repeat, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, and, and it would be a hard show to just, like, binge watch. Right, <laughs> and it's also not the kind of show where you can just, like, pick an episode at random and watch it. Yeah. So, for me, I guess it would probably be The Simpsons. Oh, okay. The Simpsons is the show that I've probably watched more than any other... I don't like it as much as I used to. I mean, I haven't watched any of the new episodes, and it's it's, it's like I think in its thirtieth season. Well, that yeah. also you have so many exactly. episodes right. that you chose thirty years of it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still like I catch an episode every now and then, and it's still kind of worth watching. Uh, it's still kind of funny, and um, every now and then they have like a really standout episode, especially like the um, the Halloween episodes and the other three-part episodes, those tend to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if I had to choose one show, like, especially if, like, like, oh, also, in this question, your memory of having watched the show is, like, erased. Oh. So, you, so it's, it's not like, you know, if you've seen the show a lot, it'll be like, oh, this old thing. I feel like was. this is something that should have been disclosed <laughs> at the beginning. Nope, memory, memory wiped. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like is it is it wiped after every episode? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like wiped before you start the thing. Oh, okay. So this is the <laughs> only show. So like you pick a show that you like now and then you forget ever having watched it. Yeah, and then like... you're forced to just watch it forever. Right. This is a weird question. Yeah, then. it's like this this is the show that you chose. 
<laughs> all the shows, this is the one. Mm. Yeah, so I think I'd probably go with that one. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go back to Futurama. <laughs> yeah, Futurama for sure. Because I do love Golden Girls, but it's true that if, like, if I had never seen it and had to watch it forever, I feel like sometimes there are some, like, jarring inconsistencies. So I'm like... <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what? Wasn't this person dating whoever? And be kind of annoyed by that, even though you can't, I, I can't get enough of their like quips and sassiness. But with Futurama, but you, can, you have the professor on Futurama as the oh old my person. god, yes, that is so true. Driving glasses, driving thong. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have your driving thong. Gotta have your driving thong. Yes. Remember when he was looking Futurama. for Bazuzu? That's the same episode when he has his driving thong. Oh, ah, <laughs> that's a really good episode. It is a good one, yeah. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, Futurama will have to be my uh, go-to forever show. All right. Now, the real question is, if the yeah. three of us were hanging out, yeah. could we watch any one of those oh. shows since all three of us would be in the room? Like, could I watch The Simpsons with you? Could I watch Futurama with Jamie? Or is it just like could a... Is it, no, then you would just find, like, different people who like different shows. Oh, let's... Uh, like, you can't watch shows when you're hanging out with people. You can so, only ever watch them by yourself. So if you're, like, hanging out with someone and they're watching a show, <laughs> are you just, like, watching a blank screen? No. Yeah, but in this scenario, you're, like, in a small cube out out in the void just with uh, the TV and you're just or it's watching kind of, that kind of like that one black mirror episode where like if you don't if you get like blacklisted everyone just looks like a fuzzy unintelligible blob to you oh yeah now like in this scenario that you've just created where like you can only ever watch tv by yourself in some dark room in a cube (laughs) in a void i think i would just never watch tv again like i would just be like well Nope, I'm gonna go be a part of society. Well, well, and the, well the thing is, that, read books and listen to podcasts. Unfortunately, you're stuck with some void time. Okay, you know, where you no, like just have to be in the time. void. Yeah. What, what am I, Janet? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good show. You got to start watching that show. What was it called? The Good Place. The Good Place. Uh, you get that reference. That's, that's, yeah. that's on Hulu, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And also Netflix. Yeah. It's and, on Netflix now too. Yeah, good- but Hulu. It's the new season sooner. Is The Good Place the one with the one actor from It's Always Sunny or no? Or is that like a different show? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I've never seen It's Always Maybe Sunny. Maybe I'm thinking, so. what? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not that great. <laughs> it's funny, but it's a bit absurd. Um, no, this is the one where like it opens, like the, the whole concept is that the main characters are dead and they're in the good place after oh. death. And it's like their story. Gotcha. Yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Like, huh. I wasn't sold on it to begin with. I'm like, oh, this seems like it would be really corny. And it yeah. kind of is. But it's also, like, it's it's really good. Especially if you watch all the way through to the end of the first season. Like, okay. it really gets good then. Okay, the good place. I'll have to check that out. In, in our pre-shout-out shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already shouted yeah. it out in the past. So it's a repeat shout-out. It's a pre-re-shout-out. Pre repeat repeat shout out. Okay. Repeat repeat shout out. Repeat. Yep. <laughs> All of these. Preparatory. Preparatory shout out. What are what is it called when there's like a pre ejaculate? <laughs> <laughs> what? That too. <laughs> no, honey. <laughs> when there's 
like um, <laughs> a couple of letters strung onto the beginning of a word to change a prefix. A prefix, yeah. A, pre- <laughs> a <laughs> prefix. Yeah, and pre-ejaculate comes with its own prefix. It does. And, and pre-ejaculate itself is the prefix to the ejaculate. So <laughs> I made it work. I did it. You did. I'm proud all of you. All truths. All you stone cold truths. Yep. <laughs> you showed me. You yep. showed her. All right. Uh, so uh, that brings us of to pre-ejaculation. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's deposit our pre-ejaculation ah, into the Yes. So season four, episode eight, the deposition. I didn't look up the date nor the writer for this, but me um, neither. They're so, like, that's normally Justin's job. Right. Yeah. Come on, so, Justin. Uh, yeah. Come on, Justin, speak up. <laughs> Can't hear you. So sometime in 2007, probably, and by one of the regular writers, I'm guessing. Um, These all seem accurate. <laughs> the deposition. So uh, we have a nice I like how we're bit. all sitting here with smartphones and none of us bothered to try and just it up I while can't. you were stumbling through that. Yeah, research is on lunch right now, so <laughs> they can't get back to us. <laughs> What we do know for sure is that there's a cold open, and it shows (laughs) off once again the sort of like adorable relationship between Michael and Pam. Yes, (laughs) where he she's just doing everything to like make him happy, and And it shows again that like Ryan or Michael's attempts to impress Ryan Uh. always backfire. (laughs) Yes, they do. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was like, I don't know how he thought that conversation was going to go. Was Ryan going to be like, oh, I'm so impressed with her, not <laughs> I mean, speaking to a very important yeah. client with our business, you know? Like, that's right. not I mean, something that's going to impress your boss. <laughs> I mean, Jan was impressed, but, you know, she no longer works for the company. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, like, Michael didn't say anything to make it seem like it was an important client. He True. just said, oh, I don't have time for that. You know, <laughs> tell him I'm in a meeting. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm more important than that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh well but jan's also the kind of person who would like that true to be like put in ahead of something else yeah. You know? yeah ryan's like anything to like distract michael from looking longingly into my eyes is, <laughs> is a good excuse for me oh my god i loved so much that everybody when they were reading michael's diary later on thinks that ryan is a woman and like, michael is attracted to That's her so funny and i love toby just like bursting out laughing in the middle of it like unable to contain himself this is like toby's best day to be able to like freely read michael's diary (laughs) and it's like michael's worst nightmare to have toby reading his diary i know oh my god simultaneous like perfect happiness and absolute horror (laughs) (laughs) i just think it's hilarious that like there's just 10 like they're just like okay we need to make a copy of the entire diary not just this entry but like the entire thing (laughs) <laughs> oh man what else do you think michael would have written in that diary oh my god and, like, how long does this particular hard copy has gone on for how much does he write is it like a year's worth is it 10 years worth is it a month's worth i think this rules out that michael is the uh, scranton strangler because he yeah. would have wrote about it oh yeah yeah that's true. wrote about his and the whole legal committee read it so they would have turned him in if he had written about strangling exactly. people can't yeah. be michael I feel like it, like this entry was pretty deep into the journal, and it was very short. So if all of his entries are very short like that, then we can assume that it's been going on for quite some time. A couple of years worth yeah. of short. Maybe it's been from like the beginning of his career at Dunder Mifflin, and he's just like all of his major be. milestones. 
Maybe. He's like, not like a, an everyday journaler. He's like, when, when you know, important things happen. Like, he mm-hmm. has sex with Jan six times. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> he. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael. Do you guys keep a journal these days? I used to keep one. Yeah, me too. Um, I used to keep a hard copy, like a written one, mm-hmm. and I stopped. <laughs> Yeah. that's pretty much the whole story i don't even have it anymore like i just yeah. like stopped doing it and it wasn't like i never wrote anything that i ever wanted to go back and reread it was just like same yeah. like kind of like a therapeutic thing to like write out what was bothering me or stressing me out or something right. to like write those things down and then like i felt better afterwards so it wasn't for like it wasn't for like legal reference yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be used against you in a court it, it can't i don't have it anymore <laughs> Did you go through a journal writing phase, Subi? Yeah, I kept one for like, man, it must have been 10 years, and I still have mm. it. And yeah. it's like on my computer, so. There's um, like a typed out one, not yep. a handwritten one. Yep. Did you ever do like a handwritten one? You know, I did, and yeah. then I like shredded it. Oh, shredded it. got rid of the evidence. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of like the fun event of the deposition. But, you know, the main A plot <laughs> is, Michael. I guess, the, the deposition bit. Uh, and it's just kind of funny that, of course, like Jan is drilling these sort of things into Michael's head. <laughs> but the best part about that is all of his little like pneumatic devices to like oh remember all of the <laughs> all of this, all of the easiest things, like like um, the word pattern, right? <laughs> <laughs> or inappropriate, inapro drives a Prius with his behind like, neighbor. It would, it would just be so much easier to remember the things you actually need to remember. Right. And I like that he does so. Like, he's pretty good for, like, the first two things. And then yeah. as soon as he, as soon as there's anything to say that's what she said to, he's derailed. <laughs> and he forgets all of his words. Only Michael would make a that's what she said joke in the middle of a legal hearing. <laughs> like... And then, yeah, and then no one gets it until it has to be reread by that woman in a, like, deadpan tone. And Michael, st- like, still doesn't understand, like, why people are confused. <laughs> right. That's what she said? Come, come again? That's what she said? <laughs> Delivery's all wrong. She's butchering it. What was the... At one point, like, Michael's trying to, like gather his thoughts again and he says something that was wrong do you remember what uh, word it was he used? predominant like yeah. the timing was predominant. and we're like yeah. what in like it shows like everybody's faces being all like oh what does this mean and like what was what what was he trying to say there we couldn't figure out like what uh, word he actually would have meant the I, I was, was thinking like, it might be fortuitous it'd be yeah something like that maybe. i don't know if there's you a know? p word that starts with that predictable it was opportune maybe that's probably it yeah 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 Yeah. he chose the wrong word yes he did (laughs) the right word wasn't even clear (laughs) no i just loved like all the moments and we find out that he's like trying to escape to the bathroom like (laughs) no no that was to avoid a question (laughs) you still have to answer the question can i go to the bathroom no (laughs) I did like the callback to uh, the Sandals Jamaica topless pick. Like, yeah, like we this... all knew that was going to come back uh-huh. to bite them. Yeah, that comes back to bite them in the ass, and then... Is this, like, the first time? No, like, J- 
Jan knew that he had sent that picture yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah. So she should have like remembered that that was going to happen. Like that everybody in the company had a copy of that. Right. And Did, it could come yeah. up in the hearing, you know? Yeah. I guess, yeah, she must have seen it. I remember during the time of the actual episode, she didn't see it at that time, I don't think. Didn't she, she know? Like, no, like, no, no, no. She meets with him, but then decides that she wants to like try being together or something, right? Yeah, but oh. she does see the photo. Yeah, but she meets with him because she had seen the photo. Yeah, she I sees uh, the photo like she sees like the the photo, the poster photo on the wall. Too. Right. Yeah. She uh, like, takes it down. That the warehouse people have printed out. Oh yeah, yeah. So like she knows that she just that forgot the photo existed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, Jam seems off of her game in this episode because mm-hmm. Subi pointed out when we were watching it that it was very unlikely that Jam would have let the camera crew for this documentary in the car with them on the way to their <laughs> deposition. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like that's very not Jan. Right. And then the whole time she's just like, no, no, you you just tell the truth and trying to like <laughs> make it seem like she's not uh, coaching Michael into some right. The, the truth is a very complicated thing, so we had to rehearse it. <laughs> Oh man, I love too that you know apparently they did end up putting the car roof down, and so Jan just has like the biggest hair when she's sitting in the waiting room. That's why I don't like convertibles because like that's all. I mean, my hair now it would be fine, but well, I guess that's why like if you recall like old Hollywood movies, they have um, like a hair. What do they call it? Like a like a scarf around their head. Yeah. Yeah. So their hair doesn't get all blown to shit, but yep. and that's... like gigantic bug eyes mm-hmm. glasses to yeah. get the bugs out of your eyes. <laughs> Is that what they're for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. Just you guys ever hear that store, uh, Jennifer Convertibles? It they sell mm. like like furniture there. Like oh. it's like a furniture store. And I heard this joke like, uh, yeah, they're opening up a car dealership. It's called uh, Jennifer's Sofas. No. <laughs> <laughs> That is kind of an odd name if you're not selling yeah. anything with cars. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe it's because none of the sofas have roofs. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe they're like converted into beds. Ooh, oh. Everything converts into something else. Yep. That's useful. <laughs> the footstool turns into a bathroom. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens in tiny houses, right? <laughs> you just lift the lid off the footstool and suddenly it's a toilet. There you go. <laughs> Oh man! Sometimes I think it would be cool to like have a little tiny house. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be mm-hmm. tough with like more than one person, but like if you wanted to like be able to up and travel with like a little home, that'd be kind of fun. Like the kind of home that attaches to the back of a car. Like a motorhome or like a trailer. <laughs> no, like like um. The U-Haul. Like um. RV. J- Jamie, you'll get this reference. Like, yeah. the tiny house that Coyote has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you're thinking, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like no. an actual tiny little house <laughs> that, right. like, can hitch to the back of, like, a pickup truck and you can pull it around. Right. It's like, not, like, a U-Haul yeah. or an RV. Like, that Here, would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool to have if you were, like, doing a trip across the country or something. You're like, I'm going to live in my little tiny house and, like, spend a week here, a week there, and, like be able to have some sort of consistency in your living space but but i think it would be cramped but it would also uh-huh. force you to get rid of your shit so you know it's got a plus and negative side yeah like this here oh so it's like literally just like a house yeah, yeah. but like it's on wheels but it's tiny and it can be attached <laughs> to something you know yeah and it's like narrow enough that it could be driven down a road <laughs> yeah yeah 
Classic coyote. Classic. Classic coyote. coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the only the other thing I found funny uh, in this episode was that like after Michael and Toby's sort of interaction, when Michael is very adamant about him not being there, even though Toby's like, "I'm here to represent you." Right. When we see them in the conference room, Toby's like, it, "He's as farthest away as he, as he can get from Michael." Like two seats at the end of the yeah. conference table. Yeah. Like, ugh. but yeah. I do, do enjoy when Michael just like pushes Tony's <laughs> lunch off the table and oh gets up and walks away. Tony's trying to like really connect, and I think that they exactly. could because there's both like divorce and their fa- you know their childhood, and that really affected them. And yeah, Michael just like slowly scoots it off the table <laughs> and walks Which Toby away. Toby had to see that coming. Yeah. Come yeah. On, Toby. Yeah. Michael, you know, withstood it as much as he could. But it didn't end up going too long. But Michael pushes people away, certain people away when they try to get close. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think really just Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really not a fan. I think Michael would be up to bonding with like anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like like the nice guy David Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. That was kind of like a sweet way to to have the deposition end, you know? Because yeah. Michael's put in this awful situation where he has to choose between, like, Pam and Dunder Mifflin, Pam. and both of them have kind of, like, <laughs> betrayed him at that point, you know? And Pam's brought Jan. the diary. Jan. Jan. <laughs> Jan, yeah. Jan. Jan almost everywhere. Delicious. Jan almost everywhere. Yeah. yeah so Anyways, Jan. they have to choose between Jan and Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. I knew that. I'm looking at a different line of text on my notes, and it says Pam. Yeah. Um, and then we get that nice... And then, like, so they both, like, betrayed him, and then yeah. he has to, like, kind of decide who he wants to side with, and he sides with Dunder Mifflin, which was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And he, we get that nice quote. You expect to get screwed by your company, but you never expect to get screwed by your girlfriend. <laughs> Which is, you know, hashtag true story. But I mean, maybe. Maybe. Depends on how you're looking at that wording. It's true. It's true. But no, it's nice. And, and I think even though, like, you know, Jan's review of Michael that was brought up is completely accurate and true, but quite harsh. Whereas, like, yeah. at least in David Wall- Wallace's uh, deposition testimony, he's trying to really skirt around it and be like, you know, you're forcing me to try to, like, say bad things. Like, he's a really good guy, but, you know, we couldn't consider him seriously for the thing. So, like, even right. though it's negative, it wasn't as sort of, like, you know, abrasive right. as what Jan had written. Well, and, like, the only thing that Michael really t- even takes away from Wallace's testimony is, like, he says <laughs> Michael's a nice guy, you know? And right. that's... That's what Michael wanted to hear, I guess. Yeah. Because he's like, then he sides with them. And we're assuming that Jan doesn't win any money from this hearing. Uh, no, because then she just um, ends up like, you know, she just stays yeah. leeching off of. Food. Yeah. She, what if she start doing making soap or candles? Candles. Oh, yeah, yeah. candles. While wearing yoga pants and. Serenity by Jan. Being yeah, a stay at home wife. Listening to Hunter on the. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for the next episode. Oh, dinner party! Ev- everyone needs to be here for the dinner party episode. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it needs to happen. Even if we Even need to take some weeks. We have to go to Pittsburgh, where the Amish people live, uh, and I would love bring our to. technology to them. That'd be so fun. It'd be fun to do. I do want us to do like a, a like a. We need to do another all pe- all in. In, all uh, in room. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm like all yeah, all in person sort of recording. But those were always 
I think, fun. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, it's yeah. it is more fun to have like to be able to react to people who are in the room and see their facial expressions <laughs> right. and not yeah. be talking over each other quite so much because you can tell when somebody well, else Well, I think is... that if you... What <laughs> <laughs> else is going to talk? Precisely, precisely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything I had to say about the deposition bit. Yeah, so we have the other good storyline. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the other, like, uh, completely unrelated storyline. Ping pong Ping pong. With Which, Kelly talking, not trash, but smack. <laughs> I don't talk trash. I talk smack. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous, too, because, I don't know, I feel like Kelly is typically, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Kelly would be talking smack like that, but I feel like she generally gets along with Pam. So, like, yeah. suddenly she's, like, trying to be all, like, high and mighty about it. Well, I think it's just, like, oh, we're both dating somebody from the company, and they're competing, and, yeah. you know, she wants to be, like, the... Queen bee. Queen bee or something. Yeah, that's true. She wants Pam to open the bathroom door for her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that I I hated Kelly. Oh, I loved Kelly this episode. (laughs) We had differing feelings about Kelly. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. What were your feelings about Kelly? Kelly? I thought it was kind of funny, but I'm, I don't know. I like. It's just kind of annoying because I feel like (laughs) if there was someone that I that was like that in real life that was kind of talking smack i'd just be like okay now you need to calm down a little bit like let's not <laughs> See, be like, absurd here i like <coughs> kelly when she's all needy and clingy on yeah. ryan <laughs> yeah. like, that's the kelly that i like <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. she's too too far out of her game this <laughs> daryl thing that's true darnell Daryl. Daryl. but, but uh, i think it is really cute though when Pam's like, Jim, you have to, you have to beat Daryl. You have to like, you know, you have to win. And he's like, do you want me to defend your honor through ping pong? And she's like, yeah, kind of. And he's like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's very cute. And I love how they just kind of like sneak people in. Yeah. You know? I love how like Jim is able to trick Dwight into <laughs> doing it. And I yeah. love that like. Dwight is this amazing ping pong <laughs> champion. <laughs> right. All of my heroes are ping pong champions or whatever. Which, of course, they are. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, and then I love that even when Dwight finds out that it's Daryl, he doesn't think that Jim was doing it to be malicious. He was just kind of like, Jim, you're such a fucking dumbass. Like, of course, yeah. he works. For, he's the clone. He works for us. Uh-huh. Idiot. <laughs> Which I'm like, who's the real idiot here? Jim. I mean, but is he though? Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim. Then, Jim. James. Jimothy. <laughs> Didn't we used to call you Jimothy? Uh, in the day, yeah. Yeah, that Jimothy. was like a nickname people had for you. Yeah. I like remember... Megan. Megan called you Jimothy. I... She? No, she called you Jameson. Yeah, that... Bethany used to call me Jimothy. Okay. Yeah. It was somebody. Yeah, yeah. But now everyone I never just called calls you me anything. Jamie. Yeah, you don't even use my real name. You just nope. say you. Hey, you. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I don't have much to say about the the thing, the game. No, I do. I like that at the end when Pam like challenges Kelly and she's like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And they're both terrible. <laughs> I know. And Pee. Jim and Daryl are just like, 
let's go play somewhere else. Like, clearly it wasn't about competition to them. Like, they were just having fun. <laughs> and, like, Pam took it to this whole other level. Right. <laughs> also, I well, don't think that's Kelly, how you keep yeah. score in a ping pong. Like, P, I, yeah. and G. I don't think that's how you keep... I know, they were playing, like, what's the what's the basketball? Horse, horse, horse yeah. 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 They're playing the horse equivalent. Yeah, yeah. that's not how you play ping pong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seriously played ping pong. Um, didn't we have to play it in gym in high school? I remember. I was having trying to, do to that. remember. Did we? Because where would they have kept all the ping pong tables? In the upstairs part, like oh. where we would for the testing, like when they would do the fitness testing, they had like all the tables set up up there. And oh yeah, you played on teams of two or four, depending yeah, on how big your gym class was. That's. That sounds vaguely familiar, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to do it. Oh, I think I only had to do it once, but yeah. I do remember having to do it and not being good at it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird, like, the things they did in, in gym class. Like, that's arguably sport sporty. But, but it's not very athletic. Right, it's not terribly athletic, but, you know, whatever. But, but they would, like, make you run for ten minutes to warm up to play ping pong. Right. Like, and I you're like, this um... was overkill for what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, this doesn't really match up, but okay. <laughs> now um, I'm just hot and sweaty and not in the mood to play ping pong. <laughs> I don't think, like, I, at any time in high school, ended up having a class that was, like, any sort of dancing. But didn't they sometimes do, like, line dancing or something? Uh, I never like had the to do that slide. they did. Maybe that was just I remember like... doing that in middle school. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. But I never had to do that in high school. Huh. Anyway. Huh. Anyways. Hmm. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> as you're wont to do <laughs> but um the best scene in the yes. entire episode though is the end with Mose and Dwight close. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight and Mose just perfectly matched ping pong champions yeah <laughs> and uh like I looked it up and they weren't actually they, they weren't actually playing ping pong like there wasn't a ball there they were oh. just like making the moves and they added that it lo- with like CGI later really yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of effort. Yeah. That they're not actually that great. <laughs> right. Thing. Turns right. out they're not Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, did Tom Hanks actually learn to do that for Forrest Tom Gump? Tom Hanks was actually that good at ping pong. Damn. Nice. I guess it would be harder back then to do a CGI, sort of. And to be fair, like, he could have tried as many times as he needed to to get all those shots. You never actually see him playing it for, like, a very long period of time. It's, true. like, a three-second clip of where he did, like, really well, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> um, but, yeah. So that's uh, pretty much the ping-pong bit. That's pretty much the episode bit. Pretty much yep. the episode. Do you guys have any uh, lingering quotes that you liked from this episode? I had one that we didn't say. They hang off my lady's chest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be delicate. They hang off my lady's chest. I love that too. <laughs> I love Michael in his flustered state just saying, line. <laughs> <laughs> line. I, I believe he just asked for a line, like in a play. <laughs> that doesn't make it look rehearsed at all. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. And then also when Michael's talking about Jan going through a divorce and he was like, she was drinking a lot uh, of water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing like inadvertently throwing Jan under the bus even more. I know. Poor Jan. Poor Jan. Yeah. Do you have any have. quotes? No, I think so. Cool. Should we do trivia? Sure. All right. I only have one trivia question. Oh shit! Okay. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. My one trivia question is, at the beginning, in the cold open, what were the three <laughs> post-it notes that Pam hands to Michael? Oh. What did they say, actually say? Yeah. The smiley face. There's one with the smiley face. Yeah. Hiya, buddy. Yes. And with what the was? Oh, the hot, hot dog. The hot yeah. dog, yep. <laughs> And the first one was good morning. Good morning, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, two trivias. Um, so, who wrote uh, the Pelican Brief? <laughs> I have no idea. I've you never realize, even seen it. <laughs> what is the Pelican Brief? It, it was like, um, like when the lawyer asked uh, Michael about the plaintiff. Yeah. There's a book called The Plaintiff, uh, uh, and also the Pelican Brief, and also the Firm. Who wrote those books? Um, I am going to say. How about uh, Danielle Steele? Uh, <laughs> the nope. ro- the romance novel. Yeah, the romance. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of legal romance. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it was uh, John Grisham. Oh, okay. That name actually sounds familiar to me. I used to read a lot of his books oh, really? when I was young. Like, God, you they're... used to read. Yeah, I know, right? I used to, I used Did they have the... uh, details in them? Because we know how much you hate details. Yeah. They probably did. <laughs> that's why you stopped reading. Yeah, exactly. That. So that's why I hate details. You know what I think but, you, like, need, you need to read, Subi, I think, is uh, just plays. Because the, those yeah, are just yeah. dialogue. <laughs> and just, like, skip over to stage direction. Oh, that's yeah. Too much, too much details. <laughs> exit stage right. Come on. Just exit. I don't care. Just yeah. exit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, like, the thing about those books is that, like, there was always like a there was always a character who was being followed by like these mysterious figures, huh? and the, the 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 main character he would never be caught. He or she would never be caught, like ever. Oh. They were always being way chased. to give away the ending. Yeah, of like all the books, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's unrealistic. Um, the other one, um, uh, name all of Dwight's idols. Okay, and. Um, you can make up the names, and I really wouldn't know. Oh, I actually, yeah. did, I actually did type them all out because I was, oh. I was gonna <laughs> have that as my question. So there was Ingwei Bigga Bing Bong, <laughs> Zaren Primaraj, uh, Janove uh, Waldner, Wang Tao, uh, George Roskopf, Ashraf Helmi, Hugo Hoyoma, Hoya, Hoyama, and Andre Gruba. <laughs> Wow, Jamie. Wow, Jamie. Apologies to all of those mispronounced names, but they're that. was pretty that. impressive. Um, yeah, that was one of my questions. But good. <laughs> all of his heroes. Yep. Um, was that your only question, or last question? Uh, yes. Cool. Um, what is the name of the conference room that they were having their deposition in? Oh. <laughs> The conference room had a name? Yeah, it was behind Jan when she had her talking head bit. George. Uh, the George room. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's named after, it's a memorial room for one oh, of I, the... I know. Robert Mifflin. Yes, it's the yes. Robert Mifflin Memorial Conference Whoa. Room. I did it, I did it. <laughs> and what is the company's lawyer's name? George. Yeah. Well, it Robert was a, Mifflin. It was a woman. Um, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Diane <laughs> Kelly. Yes, it was Diane Kelly. Good. Um, and lastly, how was uh, Ryan described in Michael's journal? Like a woman. Like hot, but as hot as Jan, but in a different kind of way. Yes. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just a really attractive he makes me ma- friend. Feel things oh, yes. that are confusing oh, and arousing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my last one. Um, do you guys have uh, Dundees to hand out? Yes. Go for it, Madison. My Dundee is the perfect ping pong pairing Dundee Ooh. going to Dwight and Moe's. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. I will also give a perfect pairing Dundee to Milady's breasticles. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot shout out my boobs. <laughs> oh, yep. Miladies, miladies chest. Miladies breasticles. Nice. So, uh, okay. So, uh, so what's your Dwight, Dwight Moe's oh, yeah. and chesticles? Oh, that wasn't your actual one? No. Oh, okay. uh, it was, that was not his actual tundee. It was to, uh, to Kelly for sticking it to Jim. Oh, uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to uh, step out on a limb here and give the can I get a l- little respect, Dundee, to uh, Disri, because all Disri wants is little respect. Who's <laughs> Disri? It's that Disri. was like the names he was coming up with. Yeah, disrespectful, or whatever. In oh. pro, uh, yeah, in pro. trend. I think this is still over my head. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> anyway, that brings us in. completely off that limb. <laughs> that brings us to ratings. What are you guys thinking about this one? Um. See, now I didn't love this episode. Yeah. Honestly, um, it was uncomfortable to watch at times, <laughs> and I just felt bad for Michael for most of it. Um. So I'm only giving it two out of five ping pong paddles. Wow. Wow. Two out of five ping pong paddles. Yeah, it's not, I don't know, it's not that great of an episode. Like, it's just kind of sad and depressing. And, you know, you just feel bad for Michael through most of it. Right, that's true. I really like this episode. Like, I was surprised by how much I liked it. That's okay. So, like, it was. Because they had Kelly being a jackass. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Jim was knocked down several pegs. (laughs) That's always good. Um,. And uh, yeah, like the the deposition scene, especially like the ending, it was really great. Well, like, I really liked the very last scene. Yeah, it was, like the best part of this episode. Yeah, but. so yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five out of five uh, skinny oh. chicken legs. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Five out of Your standards for five out of five are pretty low. Oh. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> okay, um, I'm I'm gonna have to side with Madison on this one and go a little low. I was in a I wasn't a big fan of the episode. I could have lived without the entire, uh, minus the like defending the honor bit. I couldn't. I could have lived without the second plot altogether. So, yeah, it, it was not a strong second plot. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. But um, so I'm gonna have to give it a uh, two point five uh, waving hot dogs out of five. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, did that brings anyone... our total yeah. to uh, three point one six seven. Um, I you didn't give it a rating system. Yeah, uh, skinny chicken legs. Oh, skinny skinny ping pong paddles dancing or waving. What was waving? Your waving hot dogs. Yeah. Skinny paddles waving. There you go. <laughs> two point one six seven. Okay. That sounds like a first for the episode <laughs> rating. That's because you had to go and put a point five in there. <laughs> Good. So that's uh, 
that then brings us then to the end of the episode discussion. So Indeed. we have concluded another one. Next time we will be back with the best episode of the entire series, which is what? dinner party. No. And- <laughs> I mean, it's good, but it's not getting a five out of five for me. <laughs> and um, yeah, so feel free to hit us up on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST. Send us an email at thatlittlepodcast at gmail.com and we'll catch you on the flip side. And hopefully all of us will be yes. accounted for next time. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, if we have to wait a year for that to happen, <laughs> we probably won't. True. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But anyways, if you want to stick around for what comes next. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you? Stick I mean... around for Threat Level Podcast After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> after Dark on this nice 2 o'clock p.m. Oh, they yeah. don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin the illusion. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the bit of the podcast where we talk about what we've been reading, watching, listening to, contemplating, experiencing. Hmm. Um, well, what I've been experiencing for the past month is my sacrum and my ilium being out of alignment. Oh, no. So that hasn't been fun. No. That's no <laughs> But good. I have discovered... Uh-huh. from many hours of laying in bed on my phone on YouTube that I <laughs> yeah. I have learned to enjoy um, ASMR. Oh, you're an ASMR um, enthusiast now. I am now. I wasn't like a week ago, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I and I like there's like videos. I don't even know what ASMR stands for. Does anybody have an audio sensory mm, something 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 response audio audio sensory motory response or something i don't know the whole point of it is that like you listen to these sounds that these people make and it like gives you like tingles and chills Mm -hmm. and makes you feel like relaxed and happy um which is nice when you're in bed sad because your back hurts so like i like these ones where um they make these real like very thin curls of soap and then they like crush them with their hands (laughs) and then there's also ones where they like cut soap and you yeah. like this crackling. I'm not into people whispering at me. Okay. That one, those ones are weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't or want to talk to me. It feels too intimate. Or you don't want to listen to people like chewing their food. I don't want to listen to people chewing their food at me. <laughs> you watch a video of them chewing soap. That maybe, maybe. Oh, maybe that's the, that's that's the, the niche you need. <laughs> I'll look that up later. Just to clear up ASMR, it means autonomous sensory meridian response. So I had a two out of four. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I would recommend, I don't even have a specific channel to recommend. Well, what about the site that you posted on well, Facebook? Oh, <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Isn't it but, though? <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. That's not, I was listening to it while at work because there was noisy children in the parking lot and I needed like a white noise to <laughs> drown out that sound of oh. annoyance. But um, so I guess in keeping with the sound theme, if you want to try ASMR, just YouTube that and there's all sorts of different things that people do yeah. um, to like create those responses. It's best listened with headphones, I guess, but I've never actually tried that. Yeah. Um, but I did shout or post on Facebook yesterday this website. Uh, let me get the exact name of it. Hold on two seconds. It's called Pearly 
com, which is P-U-R-R-L-I.com. And it's the, the internet has a cat, basically, is its premise. And it, the, inter, the site, the only thing it does is purr at you. <laughs> That's right now. <laughs> um, and you can adjust, like, the levels of sleepy to happy, steady to lively, the amount of purring in versus purring out, if the cat's overjoyed or relaxed, Ugh. close or distant, and how much purring you want versus meowing. Hmm. And so like it's like you can set it up to be your perfect purr. You're perfect. You're, <laughs> You're perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, and it's it's actually like I love the sound of cats purring. Like that is one thing I miss a lot about not having Sorry. a cat is you need to stop playing with that thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's dropped this clip on the my, floor. My, my That's okay. I've been playing with a nail and I've dropped <laughs> it like five times. <laughs> um, anyways, and so like you can adjust like it so it's your perfect purr. And I miss I miss the sound of cats oh. purring, like a cat that's curled up on your chest just yeah. purring in your ear. Like I love that sound. So it was actually yeah. really nice to listen to it yesterday. <laughs> oh. um, I wouldn't consider that to be ASMR. I didn't get the tingles while I was working. <laughs> Okay. But, um, but just but comforting. Just yeah, it's just it is. It's a really comforting, relaxing sound. And if you're like looking for a white noise kind of in the background while you're doing something, hmm. I definitely recommend it. Interesting. Cool. Anyways. I will give a shout out to um okay, so uh David Wallace. I'm yeah, just a shout out to David Wallace. <laughs> David Wallace, I I'm pretty sure that character was named after a writer named David Foster Wallace. Oh. Like, I might have shouted this, this out before, but whatever. Um, so, oh, go, go ahead. No, say it. maybe you had. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I, I think that because uh, BJ Novak, who plays Ryan, and um, the guy who plays Jim, uh -huh. they were both fans of uh, David Foster Wallace. I think uh, the guy who plays Jim, um, he... He made a movie based on uh, a David Foster Wallace book. Hmm. And um, so I'll give a shout out to... Uh, so David Foster Wallace, he, he mostly wrote fiction. And the fiction is... It's very, very hard to read. Like, it's it's like deliberately hard to read. Oh. But it is interesting. But his nonfiction is probably a little better. Okay. Like, uh, he has this one book called uh, A Supposedly Fun Thing I'll Never Do Again. And it's about this um, this uh, Caribbean cruise, like on a on a cruise liner he took, and he's just this very analytical and anxious person, and he just analyzes the experience in like this really weird, bizarre way. Mm. Like he he has his head up his ass completely, <laughs> and um, but but like. The, I guess what I'd say about it is that the the writing it's it's very good. It's very dense, and it kind of like changes the way you think, you know, and it changes the way you see the world. Hmm. And that's a, that's that's high praise to give to writing, even if it's yeah. not necessarily enjoyable to read, or you don't even agree with it, or it's just can be, you know, infuriating at times. It's still like it kind of changes the the way you like see the world. I don't you think know? I sure. want the way I change, see the world changed badly enough to <laughs> read this book. <laughs> It's yeah, it's like a series of essays, you know. Oh, okay. Like, Jamie, of... you might enjoy that. You read them all the time. <laughs> That's true. You like reading essays so much, you went into a job where you get to do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, like might be a strong word, but <laughs> yeah, so, uh... interesting. Okay, 
Yeah, David Foster Wallace, uh, a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. Nice. Very cool. What was the supposedly fun thing? Going on the cruise. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to have to drop the tone a little bit for mine. Mm. Um, <laughs> I recently discovered, I'll say two things, just because one's kind of like only accessible if you speak French. Um, <laughs> so uh, I found this, uh, basically, it's a talk show in French. And it's uh, called C'est mon choix, which means it's my choice. And this is basically the biggest, like, it's it's kind of like a mix of Maury and <laughs> Ricky Lake back in the day. Oh, and really, it's really a trash television. But yeah. basically, they choose a theme. And uh, then they have, like, a, some people who represent that theme and other people who are do not. And basically, it's sort of be it's sort of meant to be a sort of a debate slash. I don't know. It's kind of marketed, you know. Given the title, it's my choice. That it's meant to be sort of like something to help bring along acceptance of these sort of like non uh, non traditional or like not well represented things in society. But the hostess or host, I don't know, the presenter woman is actually most of the time just like a very judgmental bitch and it's kind of hilarious that way so like she doesn't even let people really talk about their life choices like i remember this one time um oh there's one about there's there's one about uh i think it was either folks who were um oh it was bisexuality and the one person was like, you know, I'm attracted to men, I'm attracted to women, like, it doesn't really matter to me. And the woman, the host, was just like, oh, and have you at any point gone to see a therapist about this? And, oh. and, yeah, and the woman's like, I don't have any sort of illness or disease, so no, I haven't gone to a therapist. <laughs> and it's just like, it's ridiculous to watch how unaccepting, like, this woman is, even though she's supposed to be, like, the person supporting you know, right. diversity and stuff. So in that respect, it's absurd and it's frustrating. But the best part is, first of all, you get to work on like non-standard French, if like listening to like quick paced non-standard French, if you're you oh, know, good. trying to work on that. And then oh, the yeah, second yeah. bit is that like all of the comments are gems, like all of the YouTuber comments in the comment yeah. section, they're so good because they're yeah. just like talking shit about that woman and talking about how horrible she is and stuff. And I really enjoy that. So that's kind of how I've been trying to like squeeze in a little bit of uh, trash television while also being productive, you know? Is this show, is it filmed in France or in a different country that speaks French? Uh, it's in France. Yeah. It surprises me that they would, you know, have something so terrible. Yeah. I mean, I think it's supposed to be marketed as like a very good thing. But it's <laughs> but it's kind not. of funny too because like once in a while people so it has like a studio audience once in a while people from the studio studio audience can either ask does. questions or like give comments and sometimes people will just be like I don't understand why everyone is being so completely disrespectful to these people here like they came here because you were inv you invited them right. and why are you trying to like knock them down Ugh. and and they're always just they're always very quickly dismissed by the host but I'm like this the person is like speaking truths you know. The but the, sounds like the worst person. She's the worst. She is the worst. Um, but anyway. And even if she's doing it like, you know, like knowingly, like, oh, right. I'm doing this to, you know, get attention. Just that would probably make her even worse than if she was just a, a garbage human being. Right. Like, I, just, well, and I'm like, why can't you just be like a good person and like try to facilitate the conversation between right. like the two parties? Like probably the people who are. Like, 
watch it then. Exactly. I think it's that. I think it's the the shock value. Like the only reason every but anyone then, like, liked the show's Jerry's not doing any good, you know, because right. you're filming it and doing it in the way that you are, you know. Right. And it's good that you still get to hear like the point of view of the people who are invited to actually like represent these sort of But then their point know, things, of view is but... made to seem invalid, you Right. Know? Exactly. That's why I'm like yeah, is it doing more harm than good? I don't know. But at least, like, that's what's reassuring in the comments is that everyone's always, like, trying to defend all of the people and yeah. be like, I don't understand. I think Evelyn is the woman's name, the host. And they're like, I don't understand why Evelyn was being such a raging bitch about, like, to this person because she's totally valid and, like, these are the arguments for her side and stuff. So in that respect, it's, like, it's kind of positive if people, like, bother to look down into the comments. Right. Yeah. But anyway... Um, so that's one shout out. The other shout out that anyone can watch. Uh, I was uh, I always like watching animated things like uh, from different animators on YouTube. And there's one animator called Puffin Forest. Um, so P U F F I N space Forest. And he pretty much exclusively makes uh, little animations about different Dungeons and Dragons stories. <laughs> and so they're usually ridiculous. Um, but it's just about like the different sort of adventures that mostly like the sort of hitches hitches that we say like hiccups in the different adventures that he was trying to lead and the ridiculous things and choices that people make and he tries to animate them to make them look kind of funny jamie you would really enjoy harman quest yeah i remember you guys shouted that out like a long time ago you would really really enjoy that is is it recorded on like is it uh is there a video that goes with it or is it animated too it's so it's like this dan Harmon and his fellow friends are like sitting up on a stage and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. So sometimes you see them just with, you know, them sitting there in person and then a large portions of it are animated as like cartoons. So Mm. you hear them talking and telling the story and their cartoon selves are like actually acting out like what they're saying. And they're like a group of like completely insane people. And every week they have a guest star come on too. So there's a new character each week. Um, And it's, it's really, really funny and i don't even play dungeons and dragons <laughs> and i don't love dan Harmon, but i love Harmon quest there's two seasons of it so far right yes. yeah um i don't know yeah, i don't know where you keep like he's got it online somewhere um next time we see you though we can give you a flash drive with the episodes on it oh cool like because it's i would love great. that yeah i seems... don't even know where to tell you to get it <laughs> i i, I okay. think i think youtube might have the first episode like the full okay. first episode okay. and that's it okay. but i'm not even sure about that Okay, I cool. could, we could even like mail you a flash drive with them on it because <laughs> we probably won't see you till Christmas. <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll look forward to seeing it. Yeah, I'm really, I've been really enjoying our like, uh, so some friends of mine and I are playing Dungeons and Dragons for those people who don't know. Uh, and uh, I've been really enjoying that. So I'm kind of finding myself sort of like connecting in a way to some of the little things that he talks about, like the ridiculous choices people make and like <laughs> the potential to like derail a quest pretty easily <laughs> and stuff like that. But cool. Awesome. So those are some things that we can all check out in the meantime. And uh, I guess, yeah, we'll be back next week or well, hopefully next well. week <laughs> with uh, dinner party. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So check us out on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST. Hit us up on an email. Hit us up on an email. <laughs> Are you throw, on email? Throw a little podcast at gmail.com. And we will then catch you on the flippity flop. Bye. Bye. Bye.